0: Well, good evening, everybody. Sorry we missed you on Saturday. Busy uh, getting ready for an event that we hosted on Sunday. So we are back. And tonight we're going to be talking with Jesse Joe Curtis out of Saskatchewan. He's one of our pro drivers and going to catch up with him. See how his uh, prep is coming along and have, he's looking forward to the shootout. A couple of things just to remind you about. Tomorrow night out at Rad Torque Raceway. Again, five o'clock till about 845 we run open drift so that's a great time to come out um, open to all skill levels we're just going to be on the pads we got a new layout that we're going to be trying on that and maybe a little bit more technical so that'll be a good time to come out there weather looks great so again it's $50 to drive $10 to watch we always have a good time out there so that's tomorrow night out at rad torque raceway Saturday we are out at Stratotech Park. We are doing our round one of our Grassroots series. So Grassroots is a little bit of a maybe a little bit lower tech and it's going to be open to all skill levels again. You know pending some of the safety regulations that we have so it does require a cage. Uh, we call it a Sonoma style cage so it doesn't require the uh, front main hoop just the one that's behind the, the seats. It gives you a harness bar and a door bar and that's just to keep you safe um really basic stuff all that information is again available on the website or you can contact us at info at specd.ca. um so yeah that's that's going on this Saturday Stratotech Park gates will be open at nine o'clock so all morning long is just open drift so that'll be a great time to come out and watch your favorite drivers we do have some limited ride-alongs available um that we'll be able to provide to uh people over 18 that want to get in a car and then see what uh doing a ride along in a pro drift car is like so that'll be available and I think we're just going to be running those from about 11:30 to one o'clock and that's just before the top 16 competition so this will be a really good time to see you know we see some of the pro guys coming out and it's just going to help them Really get ready for the shootout that's coming and it goes all the way to people this will be their first competition that they've actually been been uh doing so we're looking forward to that i see jesse uh jumped in here so we're gonna pull him in and have a little chat with him give it a sec okay he needs to you gotta request it one more time jesse give it just a minute for him to uh, to join in one more time. I see he was in there and then he, uh guess he declined my request. Here we go again. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Good, how are you? Excellent, excellent. Good. Happy that we could get you on here and uh, sort of see how your prep was coming along. I guess for yeah. those who don't know you, I'll let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about the shop you run, whatever you want.
1: Sure. I'm Jesse Curtis, living in Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh started running Spec D last year. Um, yeah, had a blast. First time competing, and it was good to be out there. So, yeah, I guess... As far as my day-to-day life, I run Odd Man Out Performance in Regina. We're an import specialty shop, specialized in mostly Subarus. Um, That's kind of where everything started and where everything has snowballed since. So we have like three hoists, wheel liner, dyno, uh, like all-wheel drive hub dyno. And it's been going pretty good. I mean, we're still alive after, you know, a pandemic and five years of recession. So tough to complain. (laughs)
0: Well, that's a good thing. I guess you picked the right uh, platform to go on. I didn't realize you guys dynoed out there. So, do you tune as well? Um,
1: I'm not the tuner. We have a tuner for that. Um, I decided to be the business end of things uh, versus, yeah, talking to all the mechanics and they're like, "Yeah, don't do it, man. You're gonna you're gonna hate your job but after a couple of years." Uh, so, I went through business school. I got marketing, entrepreneurship, and I get to do the front end stuff and then play with cars after hours. So, okay. I still like working on them. Where the other two partners in the business, one's the tuner, one's the head tech or engine builder. And I'm the one that stays here after hours because I still like it.
0: Right. So once they're done working on somebody else's car all day long, they want to get out of there.
1: Oh, yeah, they're just gone.
0: Right, right. So you did come out um, a couple years back. You had your Subaru at the time. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that uh, to start off with? Because you're a Subaru shop, but then you swapped – a big V8 into it
1: yeah so that's how I got into drifting um, so I built the time attack car in 2014 uh, It's a 06 WRX uh, like STI swapped built motor big brakes uh, big arrow went out to a cast roll like track junkies event yep. and and quite frankly just hated it uh, it was super competitive um, on an open lapping day and yeah didn't have any fun at all so as i was driving home i was searching for cars to build into a drift car and found that o3wx so ran it for what, two years on a stock motor and yeah car was just rock solid it was tons of fun then you know you get that bug where more is better so then it turned into a built motor um, that ended up being sleeved with ported heads big cams big turbo on race gas And fought with that for two or three years, uh, going through, you know, 12 pistons a year. Um, Yeah, so I I crashed that car at the end of the one year, found a CTS-V at SGI or at the government auction. It was totaled off and I went, perfect. That's the car to use to bring this one back to life. And that went south, as most things usually do. Uh, but it ended up with a, a built 6.2, um, T56, R200 rear end. Uh, yeah, made 400 and some wheel horsepower, 400 foot pounds of torque. Nice. And the car was a blast. Then just found it to be un- limiting. Uh, it was hard to get grip out of it, uh, hard to get more angle. And it was just constantly fighting to make it work. So that's where the I guess the new car happened. Um, right. Yeah, it was a, a toss up trying to pick a new chassis because the Corvettes were looking really promising at the time. Yeah. Because they were still cheap then. Uh, then BMWs also looked really promising, but I don't like the European stuff. Okay. So the the BRZ was the, the natural choice. Excellent. And that <laughs>
0: How'd you come across the uh, BRZ then? Because we were we were looking at that, and that was uh, that's the newest car that competes, and it's a yep. really good thing to see. But how did how did you come across this uh, BRZ?
1: That was another one that was a, a total loss from the auction. Okay. It was yeah, hitting the front end, uh, which is perfect because any drift car you're just gonna chop the front end off, tube it, and away you go. And it ended up being an old customer car, actually. So I knew all the history on it, and it wasn't advertised as what it actually was. So I bought it with coilovers in it, like every Cusco arm they made. Then had a Vortex supercharger, uh, like a full aero kit on it, wheels. And, yeah, ended up parting that car out because I knew I was going to go LS in it. And ended up making money on the car and starting with a free chassis.
0: Yeah, so that works out not too bad when you can sell the all the all the stock pieces and and come out of it a little bit ahead. It gives you <laughs> makes it so you got a free free car at the at the end of the day out of it.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. It was a new car with what, thirty thousand k on it, so like yeah. nothing was molested and everything came apart super nice. I I felt terrible like gutting a virtually brand new car to do this to, uh, but it was a whole lot nicer than you know the alternative of you know like 03, Z where everything's going to be rusted and hammered out.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how did you um, How did you find it for support for that chassis? Is that kind of what made you want to go with the, well, the FRS or BRC yeah. platform is because of the support?
1: Um, yeah, a combination of support and I know that loose familiarity with it because it shares okay. a lot of the same suspension as like a STI does. Okay. Um, everything's laid out pretty much the same way. Uh, yeah. And yeah, then, you know, FDF makes like a great angle kit for it. You can just buy anything off the shelf yeah. and it was all like surprisingly cheap from what I thought, right? you know, coming from the WRX where you had to build everything yourself yeah. and there was no support anywhere.
0: Yeah. And we found that a lot of people like that chassis just because it's, uh, well, it comes with the boxer motor in it. So it's really wide and sort of accommodates mm-hmm. a V8 fairly easily in it is what yeah. most people are saying
1: yeah like this so this winter I just built new headers for it uh I have two inch primaries to three and a half inch exhaust fitting just fine in between the frame rails excellent
0: excellent yeah.
1: so any upgrades over
0: the winter besides this the uh the exhauster or...
1: uh yeah, I felt outgunned last year really um my my three hundred what three hundred and sixty wheel horsepower five three uh didn't seem to keep up to you know like the devotion cars um that are you know. I think they're like low 400s yeah um, so yeah I felt like I was missing a little bit there yeah. and I know <laughs> I can use that as a crutch to say it wasn't all driver skill uh, so yeah over the winter built a new motor for it so now it's a stroked 6-2 um, made pretty good power not as much as I wanted but definitely a big upgrade from the
0: 5-3 okay so you're a um, full 6-2 liter stroked should have lots of torque
1: then and yeah uh, it makes you're keeping it makes the number secret or you can dump it out. no i'll throw it out because there's still more to be had i think with the the new headers because so that was done on the ancient three quarters uh it was what 410 wheel and what, 420 foot pounds of torque um but it was 420 foot pounds of torque at 2500
0: rpm right so right as soon as you put your foot into it
1: there you are yeah just off idle it's yeah, it's mental. Where the five three, it did three hundred thirty foot pounds at fifty five hundred RPM. Right,
0: awesome. So you've been drifting quite a while, then. What you given yourself probably three or four years that you've been been drifting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think I started. Yeah, I built the WRX in twenty fifteen, okay. and basically stuck to like an oval track for two years, and then traveled the following year. That's where we went down to, like, California for a Gonzo event. Okay. Did Spokane a handful of times. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty much it because there isn't really a lot of places to drift.
0: Yeah, not locally. Yeah, I guess you have Kings Park out there, so you probably know yeah. that all fairly well. It's a fun little uh, track. I've been there. i was only there once. I think we went to a fall event at Pumpkin Bash or something like that, and it was a great track.
1: Like, yeah, it's fun for the, the high-speed stuff. Because yeah. there's not a lot of places where you have 120 kilometers an hour into a bank, like full time.
0: Yeah, and then you guys are still throwing it hard into that huge tire in the uh, K-rail on the other side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that thing has claimed a few cars, I'm sure. I've, <laughs> I know a few FCs oh, yeah. that have died there. So.
1: Yeah, and then there's the, what, the Miata. They got tipped over there, and then I think he's been wrecked all over Western Canada by now yeah um but yeah it's definitely definitely played its toll,
0: yeah yeah, that's a good little track, so is that where you do most of your shakedown and stuff like that? Is that at King's park?
1: See not anymore it's It's too hard on cars and tires, okay, like with uh, with the car now, I'll get two laps out of a new pair of tires oh wow, so okay, yeah, so it makes for an expensive shakedown session
0: yeah, that track is it's old enough so it's a fairly rough surface yeah i would imagine so yeah that takes
1: yeah, us- well, last year my shakedown for the car was at mission for the <laughs> for the shootout that's my wow. first time ever driving the car and yeah this year at least i i got i you know a couple of events from last year on it and we were down in north dakota earlier this year okay so got the take down the new motor and uh yeah the car feels a lot happier
0: excellent excellent well, we're looking forward to Mission for sure. It looks like we got uh, a new exciting track, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, that's what I do. And lots of seat time. We've we've jam packed. it. There's lots of practice on the Friday, and even before qualifying on Friday night. So it should be good. And then we got you know basically open practice again on Saturday more Saturday early afternoon before we get into the competition. So we're really looking forward to that event. Um, new track.
1: Yeah, that's what i found was neat about the competition stuff where i didn't feel the need to drive as much where when you go to like uh i don't know just like a jam session or something like that uh you feel like you have to get in every lap possible where even last year at mission i did the the two days and i was done by by the fun day it's like i've, I've had enough driving i've yeah. been you know, sweating and exhausted
0: we, we did have we, okay so the first year we were at mission we had a lot of rain And I think every mosquito in Western Canada was at mission for us. Um, COVID had nothing on us. I'm just surprised we didn't get any type of like dengue fever or something like that from mosquitoes. Uh, Last year, we were just, it was sweltering hot. Like we were coming out of a heat wave or going into a heat wave throughout Western Canada. And it was, it was a cooker. So this year, we're going to be going more into the evening, sort of catching the afternoon. So like competition doesn't really even start till five o'clock so oh that's nice it'll be nice yeah it'll be a little bit cooler easier on the drivers we re- we felt bad for for the guys sitting in the cars you know just sweltering in there so
1: yeah maybe we'll be so jealous of the guys with the cool suits this year <laughs> that's
0: right yeah the guys with the cool suits were sitting there happy for a while yeah you know until we yeah. ran out of ice admission, probably but <laughs> no it's a it's a good time so uh so the motor that you talked about you're a 62 v8 mm-hmm. uh, Still sticking with the T56
1: trans? No, that one, this car is actually running an AR5 behind it. Okay. So it's, uh, the Solstice transmission.
0: All right. i I'm not even familiar with that at all. Is it better yeah, than the big, T56?
1: Oh, no. Worse in pretty no. much every way. But they're cheap. It's sure. essentially an upgraded R154. Oh, okay. Um, and, yeah, they're out of, like, modern vehicles. It was 900 bucks with 60,000 K on it. Excellent. Um, the company that makes the adapter kits—it's Fabbot. Um, they're running it on a thousand horsepower drag Colorado, like bone stock tranny.
0: Okay. Wow. So, so i give it a shot. Yeah. So you, this
1: is new for this year, or this is the box nope. you ran last year? That's what I ran last year. Okay. And the gearing in it is good for you? Uh, it seems fine. I wish yeah. I had a bit more playing. Like it's just a five-speed. Um, but it's got a really long third gear, okay. And because I have a Nissan 350 rear end in it, it gives me a lot of gears to play with. Yeah. So I have a what a 330, 354, and a 369 rear end. Uh, okay, so I can kind of yeah, tune it pretty well
0: for most tracks with those. So do you bring those gears, the the rear ends, with you and swap them <laughs> yeah. at the track? Okay.
1: Yeah, if I have to, but I think this year I'll be okay with uh, I don't know, okay. kind of enough torque everywhere. That i'm yeah. just going to put my call diff in and let it go
0: yeah and go in third gear and just that's sort of how it works for everything yeah. it's like every other va guy i know they put it in third gear and drive that's it <laughs> yep I mean, yeah listen to the guys in fd and they start in third gear so i'm not even sure what they're what they're doing they make one shift in the entire thing yeah but,
1: uh, like if i could run a two-speed i would for sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i guess that's the way to do it um so we're, we're talking, we're chatting on some of our, uh, like our discord for the drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your thought on, on the difference between a series and the shootout? Cause you're, you're the farthest guy pretty much for yeah. us. So you put the most miles on to come to any event and we trucked you all the way out to Mission BC. So you probably got, uh, you must be getting close to what? 18 to 20 hours.
1: Yeah, I'm 18, 19 hours.
0: Right. So, if fuel prices are this way, I'm sure that you're hoping for a shootout, and if fuel yeah. prices uh, go way down, then you're more open to a three round series, perhaps
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. see, I'd like to do the the series thing because yeah, I jumped in where you were just doing shootouts, yeah. so I don't really know the whole series thing yet yeah, I, I think it would be fun um, get a few more I know it's not just one and done, so you can yeah. actually you know kind of crawl your way back
0: yeah. I think the, I think the biggest argument for against a, running like a series is just the cost of everything, like fuel. Yes. Yeah. I mean, who who would have thought it's going to go this high? Like I mean, here we're a dollar eighty-eight a liter for uh, diesel right now. So,
1: it's, yeah, we're at we're at two ten.
0: Oh, great! So then you you're going to fill up in Alberta, and then you get to pay expensive price once you hit BC. They're probably yeah. at two fifty or something like that. I'm not even sure where they're at, but uh, oh yeah. I don't know I'm I'm looking forward to it but I I know it's a big big cost for the drivers for sure um so give us one of your what's your favorite track you you obviously driven in the states so you did the gonzo event so you were at apple valley speedway um driving north dakota so I'm not sure the track that would be there
1: that's a top end dragways it's a drift specific track they built three years ago oh really Uh, yeah all concrete uh with a ton of different layouts so it's really nice on tires, lots of grip. Uh, it's a fun track. And really? for us, it's a seven, eight-hour drive. Okay. And they put on three-day events, so it works out really well that way.
0: Yeah, you can be gone and make a nice weekend out of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah, oh. that track's a ton of fun. I'll probably be heading back down there end of July for their 10K series. Okay. Uh, what else? Villains is a fun track to drive at. All right. Did that one, I guess, two years ago, three years ago. But I think the best one is probably still Spokane. This the okay. Spokane Raceway. So a big, I think it's like a two mile road course with a lot of different types of driving. So there's what, one entry, I think Logan Noel from BC there. He was entering at 140 mile an hour. Holy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think they they had an event. And I'm pretty sure that Ryan Drutz, uh Chris Pollard, and Delahaye were all at the at a Spokane okay. event. Sort of was right yeah. before we got locked down, and everything it was probably the 2019 Dream Era that we had before yeah. these last two years. So, you think Spokane is probably the favorite track of yours so far?
1: I think so. So far, there's still like a lot on the on the bucket list. Yeah. Um, yeah, like before the whole COVID thing hit, we had a, a big trip planned down through. We're going to do, you know, what was it? going to do Pat's Acres, then down to Adams. Then we had tickets for the Jimmy Up event at Horse Thief Mile. Okay. And then over to Apple Valley. And that was what, March of
0: 2020?
1: <laughs> so right as a lockdown. It was, I think, two weeks before we were leaving. Yeah. So that would have knocked a lot of the tracks that I want to drive off the list.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well,
1: US, U.S. Air is still on there too.
0: Yeah, I've, I've been watching some of their their footage, and it looks pretty amazing. Some mm-hmm. of their last event, so some of those fast tracks. That's that's probably some of my favorite stuff. Is a is a fast road courses for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously, you're, are you coming back up to our uh, Straddle Bash?
1: Yep. Awesome. As long as I can, I know as long as I can find tires is that uh, <laughs> hey
0: we're, we're hoping that we can we can get them in there you know i i <laughs> what do you what do you do with this stuff i'm not even sure with the tire situation <laughs> at the moment it's sort of uh doing the best that we can to get anything coming in but hopefully yeah. hopefully
1: um, you know historically that event has been been heavy on tires yeah. yeah last year did 22 tires there i think the year before was 18 or 20.
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna look for something trying to do maybe a water box of some sort. Yeah, just, that would help. We're just trying to find something to cool tires down or find a spot mm-hmm. that we can we can do it that's not gonna I don't know, destroy the landscape or get us shut yeah. down by the county. I don't know how much water we need for it. <laughs> but we'll we'll figure something out, I'm sure, to try to save on it a little bit. That's been a big concern. We've been we've been actually practicing um uh, just coming and doing laps and seeing how many laps you can get in if you cool down your tires and it actually increases mm-hmm. a huge amount where you just come in after each lap and spray your tires down, so oh yeah, you know, we go from two laps to nine laps around the track so oh yeah
1: that's, that's <laughs> way pretty,
0: yeah, that's right
1: yeah, uh, like I know at villain's, villains they had just like a a sprinkler that they had no. just like holding down an area,
0: yeah, and um
1: yep, yeah. yeah, that worked pretty well
0: yeah that might be something that we look at doing just uh we'll get a big big water truck out there and and have a yeah. have a spot all right we'll put it down in the pits where the where the guys with the big rigs can be in the mud
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go
0: <laughs> grass um who's, who do you think your uh, biggest competition is just based off of driving last year many of the same people are coming out
1: uh it looks like it, it seems like last year there's a lot of guys that didn't make it out uh, I don't know whether it's due to mechanical failures or whatever, um, it was, I know, Marco seems to be, <laughs> seems to have that kind of luck that yeah. I struggled with the last couple of years where you can't keep a motor in the car. Uh, so I don't know, it'd be, I'd like to see him drive there and same with like Austin, I don't know if he's coming back out, um, but he looks like a really fun driver.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I as think far
1: Marco, as competition. There's
0: big QJ coming, so that's looking promising. Um, yeah. You know, I think that uh, that SR was just they they worked good to a point, and then when you try to just take that that ten percent too much out of them, it just yeah. I don't know, just bad luck. I think on some of it, but we're looking forward to his uh, his two J. He's actually building it out of Austin Jensen's old uh, chassis. So oh, okay. Austin, see, we'd love to see Austin back out again too, because he's mm. he just went like he improved exponentially from one year to the next. It was amazing to watch him drive. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty decent. Um, yeah. as
1: far as the competition. I think it's, yeah, watching out for the triple S and the devotion. Um yeah. I, I know Z's been doing a lot of driving, so I'm sure she's out for vengeance if she's coming back.
0: Oh, I, we'd love to have her back, but I think she's, she's, she's doing everything that every single drifter wants to do this year. Yeah. So for her, just stay and keep doing what you're doing. Live, <laughs> live the dream. Like, you know, she announced today she's going to the LS Best in Texas, and and mm-hmm. Jason Dela is actually going to the same one. So that's okay. that's cool to see them uh, get together and join up down there. But I mean, this, when she comes back next year, she's going to be one force to reckon with because I think she'll have the most seat time out of oh. uh, out of anybody. Pretty sure, but. um so what, what would be the plans if you if you win? If you win your license, would you ever go down and do FD or is it just sort of bragging rights at
1: this point? I think it's a bragging rights thing. I, I had the dream of doing it, but I don't know that it's feasible anymore. Mm. Uh, just seeing like the level out there, like I've driven with like Austin Matta and when, you know, he's having a hard time out there, I know he'll drive circles around me. So yeah. I think it's too, it's too far out of reach at this point. So I feel like it's, yeah, if you win, awesome. Um, probably just run around and do some more, like, shootout type stuff. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, drive yeah. with some, if I can get out there and drive with the pro guys, that'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah.
1: But maybe maybe not at, you know, ten or $15,000 in event.
0: Not yet. Maybe you get a good sponsor because you win the uh,
1: FD yeah. license. Never know. Yeah. There we Here's go.
0: hoping. With, uh, with all of our inflation and all this, who knows what that'll turn into. <laughs> um, so who do you normally uh, travel with? Who do you usually bring? Like your crew looks usually as family. Yep. I think that's it. It's family.
1: Yeah, it'll be uh, my girlfriend. She's the spotter. And then right. my parents. It's my mom right. and dad. They're coming out. Um, my mom basically takes care of, I don't know, food and hydration and takes care of the dogs while we're there. Yes. and my dad's my my pit crew right
0: well yeah we met them we spent a lot of time with them at both at mission and then at uh bash yeah and probably uh by far the favorite was the uh was the puppy by yeah, far I and mean, they had uh everybody in the pits loving that little
1: dog so <laughs> yeah he's, he's not as cute anymore okay he's, he's bigger he's that, yeah he's reached that kind of awkward tween stage for, for dogs, (laughs) but now he's still fun.
0: Excellent. Um, and you, and you're running, well, last year you're running like a camper with the, uh, with the car hauler toy hauler in
1: the back. What's your plans for this year? Um, that thing was great in theory. Um, it it was too small. Yeah. It was too compact to get everything in there. And it really turned into a Tetris game. Yeah. Which was awesome once we were all set up, but just the packing up and transporting wasn't great. So I sold that a couple months ago, and now just going to the standard enclosed trailer. Okay. Um, we'll save the money, you know, get an Airbnb while we're there. Right. Yeah, it's just nice having everything in one spot versus having the back of the truck full, like the back seat packed full, and then inside every nook and cranny was full of tires and tools.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when you're when you're packing that tight and you're just bringing what's the absolute necessary thing, what's the uh, what's the what's the best thing that you got in the trailer that you you'll never leave without?
1: <laughs> this is gonna sound like a Milwaukee plug, but the like little Milwaukee tire inflator. Okay, that thing is, that thing is just slick. It's like ninety nine bucks, right? And I use that for like the truck, like the airbags in the truck, the trailer tires, and then at the track
0: really okay
1: yeah i like that go to home depot grab one
0: i've been looking at getting a little tire inflator because they look pretty decent but i wasn't sure which one i've seen lots that are no good but uh the little milwaukee we got everything else the fuel from the impact wrench those things are amazing you can run the whole weekend on one battery milwaukee plug sponsor the series sponsor the drivers they're (laughs) the best they're the best out there i'm sure And what's what's the thing that you thought you needed, you bought, and uh, you've never
1: used it? Was the Ooh. biggest waste. That's a tough one. Um, like so far, it's probably like diffs. I have just a, it's a ton of diffs that I bring along everywhere, and like haven't needed one. Right. Uh, but like, granted, they were a hundred bucks a piece because they're three fifty z dips. Right. So yeah. I don't know. It probably has to be that. I okay. know last year I forgot axles and, yeah, I broke one of those. So Yeah,
0: you, you, when, you, when you got them in the trailer, you don't break them, but when you forget them at home, guaranteed yeah. that's when you're going to break an axle for sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I, like to, I like to find out sort of what the best and the worst thing is because, I mean, I've spent a ton of money on things I thought I definitely needed, and I guarantee I've never used it once, you know. Yeah. Mine was actually uh, toe plates. I'll use toe plates as that. Oh, I've tried yep. to use them. Some people really love them and use them all the time. But like I put it on and I'm like, this thing never moves, never changes. I don't change it anyway. So they're in my trailer somewhere. I don't even yep. think I got the two tape measures that you need for it anymore. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I drag those along to every event and yeah, I've never used them <laughs> in the uh, three or four years.
0: Right. But I mean, like we got them in case we want to, I see other people yeah. using them all the time. And we were, we were down at Willow Springs and I saw people doing this alignment. I pulled them out and I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing with this stuff. So I threw it back <laughs> in the trailer and I haven't used them since, but, uh, <laughs> that should be good. Yeah.
1: Like well, I've gotten to this point where I've driven enough cars that aren't set up well, that I can generally drive around most little issues like
0: that. Yeah.
1: I was like, eh, right. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out.
0: So are you, what day are you planning on getting down
1: to, uh, down to mission? I think we're going to leave on the Wednesday and I don't, roll in early afternoon on Thursday.
0: Excellent. Are you going to try to take in the uh, the class that Chelsea's doing?
1: Yep. Yep. I'm okay. signed up for that. Excellent. So that's kind of my, my deadline for getting there is whenever that class is.
0: Yeah, I think we're playing about six o'clock. So we'll give a little update yep. for people watching this. Uh, Chelsea is coming out. Going to be there all weekend. And he's actually coming a day early. So he's going to be there on Thursday afternoon and basically holding a a setup class for pretty much every chassis that people are going to the class because that's part of his questionnaire is what chassis do you drive and suspension components. And so I think that's a, well, it's invaluable. We had him out a couple of years back and everything he, he seems to know everything about every chassis. I think that time that he worked at BC Racing and all the different cars that he drove has just made him like, I don't know, like the guru of chassis and setup, So I think that'll be a good one. So,
1: yeah, like I'm always hunting to try to find, yeah, chelsea know for videos cause he's one of those, I don't know, no bullshit kind of guys is like, yeah, yeah, you don't need sticky front tires. Watch me drift park on Steely's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We so don't
0: need You put uh, those spares on you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was excellent. Um, yeah. So that's great. Well, we look forward to seeing you out there uh, sponsors that you want to want to plug. Obviously, your shop is probably the gigantic one <laughs> that's behind you.
1: Yep, that is uh, that's pretty much the extent of it. It's okay. um, yeah, odd man out, but no, we got some support from Fuel Suspension. Been running them on all my cars for the past decade, uh, and then FDF. Um, they're really good dudes to work with. Uh, hoping to get some rear upper arms for the car sometime soon. Um, to, again, help with the tire wear thing. Yep, yeah. and yeah, family. For uh yeah doing these long hauls with me and basically giving me a place to stay, yeah
0: well no, that is great uh it's, it's one of the things that we like, uh especially seeing the whole family come together i mean Ian fournier's another one, he always has his dad with him and his uh mm-hmm. his wife and the kids that 's the family aspect that we love seeing at the track, and I mean like uh, probably Cecilia and myself spend more time talking to your parents than we end up talking to you. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. but they're great people. So
1: yeah, that's I, all right. I get it. I'm used to it.
0: We, we, we love that family aspect and, and the positive attitude that comes along with it. So yeah, we're looking forward to having you out and, and seeing you in mission in well, it's just about a month now.
1: So yeah, I'm excited.
0: it's going to be a great time. Well, I'll let you jump out and I'll wrap it okay. up. Okay. Thanks for coming on.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. There you go, dedication, he's still at the shop and it's probably what, 7.30 at night there. So he's, he's getting ready to go. So again, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to, to the shootout event. So if you haven't signed up yet and you're you know looking to compete, there's still registration available at specd.ca. So you can, can find that in our store. Uh, still spots available for the Pro Brodown. So that's a Sunday event that goes on after the competition gives people with maybe uh, a little like even your, your daily driver car gives you the opportunity to come out and drive with with the pro guys and again Chelsea you staying. we have his old rx8 back from his from FD so we actually have that car it's going to be coming down to mission with us and he's going to be uh, blasting some laps in that and I'm sure some other people want to throw him in their car as well. Uh, but again, just a big reminder, tomorrow night we have our Open Drift out at Rad Torque Raceway. And then on June 11th, so Saturday, uh, gates open at 9 o'clock for, the, uh, for our Open Drift in our ground one of the grassroots competition. So it's just a great time to be out there with a the family. I think admission is only $15 to come and watch all day. Uh, we're going to have the opportunity for ride-alongs, and that'll be announced a little bit at the event. So just a great time. Uh, weather looks good. We got food trucks. We got the DJ there. Of course, we got some great drivers and drifting all day long. So we'll see you guys out there. Have a good night.